0: Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's April 20th at 2916 is the episode. It's sponsored today by Stateline Tech. Good morning, horse friends.
3: Hey, you've made it to Wednesday. Only three days left till a weekend full of horsey fun. Lucky for you, you have Jamie and Glenn to get you through on Horses in the Morning.
0: Well, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. A uh, real quick note, and then I have something fun for Are you. you
2: sick of me? I mean, my gosh, we spent the evening <laughs> together last night. I know.
0: Night. And I wanted to mention that. If you missed the Monty Roberts Q&A that uh, Jamie did last night, we're going to put it out on the audio form. We did it live video last night, but we're going to put it out in the audio form on tomorrow's Horses in the Morning. So if you missed it, you can catch it tomorrow. It was very good. It was your best one yet.
2: Oh, Good thanks. job. Good Thanks, job. buddy.
0: Good job, and Monty was on point last night.
2: That's what makes it good. Yeah, is when he's he's ready for it.
0: He was focused last night. <laughs> he was on point. Best one yet. But I came across you know it is crappy list Wednesday, and I thought we'd start with a crappy list because I came across this each year. Nationwide Insurance uh, recognizes the most imaginative and unique names among its roster of insured four legged animals. So uh,
2: I didn't know Nationwide. They insured apparently pets.
0: have pet insurance, <laughs> so I didn't know that either. But they do this every year. I remember I was talking about it before. They have 1.1 million insured pets, wow. and they have. The, we have for you the ten top wackiest dog and cat names. So, are you ready? I'm ready. So these are the ten cat names of the wackiest. I'll start with number ten, in the cat's uh, Tayroar Swift. Taylor Taylor
2: Swift. Swift. (laughs) yeah. the one below that is, I love this, Salt and Dr. Pepper. (laughs) People
0: do tend to go long on cat names. Ruth Bader (laughs) Kittsburg.
2: Mr. Murder Mittens.
0: (laughs) You know what that cat's like. (laughs) This is a bizarre one. Linda from Human Resources.
2: (laughs) Oh, Linda (laughs) from HR. Let's talk
0: about this one a minute. Their their human resources person was Linda. Either she was super nice and this cat super nice, or she was a, and the cat is a. <laughs> it's it's
2: just the, people from human. My, my days in the office, people from HR were very like you'd see them coming down the hall, and you'd be like, "Go
4: the other way, go the yeah. other way." Go the other <laughs> way.
0: You, it was never good. News. You, you were going to get in trouble somehow.
2: <laughs> uh Lady Cleocatra Meowington again. It's a very fancy cat.
0: Jennifer's mother tends to name cats like this, too.
2: <laughs> Your mother-in-law.
0: Foo-foo uh, cuddle pups. Cuddly pup. <laughs> this is a tough no. one. Foo-foo cuddly poops.
2: <laughs> no poop is <boobas> cuddly. <laughs> no. Uh, Crunch cat supreme. <laughs> Taco Bell. Crunch wrap supreme. Ah, I love it.
0: I love the next one. Boba pet.
2: Why didn't pet? I think
0: of that? <laughs> it's a good one. It's short. I like it. Although I like the winner, too.
2: Uh, Pickle, M- Pickles McButterpants, the Muffin Slayer. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, can I just, before we get to the dog names, yeah. can I just, because Chaz's not here, I yeah. can tell you that officially now we have a second rabbit. And the second rabbit looks just like the first rabbit. <laughs> I strategically picked a rabbit that was you don't so think he's he gonna me, notice two uh if see see well so far they can't be they have to be introduced really slow apparently or they'll like fight and apparently rabbit fights are like cat fights uh so you have to go real slow so really you can only carry one around at a time so did we I'm make sure they're sure. both the same sex they're both neutered males. Okay, good. <laughs> Everything yes. should be neutered, you know. Otherwise, you're going to have
0: a lot of rabbits.
2: <laughs> yeah. So both neutered males, and as of th- I picked it up yesterday, and as of today, he has not noticed. Now he only got home at one in the morning, so he hasn't had a whole lot of time to <laughs> poke around. But we'll see how long this lasts. So let's see the rabbit. No noticing the two rabbit countdown starts now
0: <laughs> <laughs> i give it a day
2: oh by the way lucas named it falcon so now we have viper and falcon both f-16 related names he's a genius my son i love it
0: <laughs> and uh, is he away right now chad is he, flying? he
2: uh he took lucas to school and he's gonna golf so oh so he's home so i give he's it home. a
0: day i give it a day 24 hours and he'll notice
2: mm-hmm. that's my guess Okay, we'll see. We'll
0: see. <laughs> Dogs. Top ten dog names from nationwide. Uh, number ten: Shuggy Boogie. <laughs>
2: That's just weird to just, say.
0: Do you call them just Boogie for short? Hey, sh-
2: Shuggy Boogie, come here. <laughs> call um, them Boogie or you for could short. Call your dog. Come here, Redwood Stinging Tentacles of the Sea. Rotro.
0: <laughs> Where did that come from? Is that I from a that movie? Was...
2: I have no idea.
0: I like this rut-row one. Rotro is Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Princess Dump Truck.
2: <laughs> oh, she got big booty. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what is pork frog? All one word pork frog. Where pork did that frog. Where it come
0: from? <laughs> Motley Chew. That's a good one. I like Motley uh, Chew. That was pretty good.
2: Yeah. Uh, macho dog Randy Savage.
0: <laughs> it's like they started with Macho Dog and said, ah, we got to throw a wrestler on there. Must Randy be like Savage. <laughs>
2: it's like a big brown pit bull. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Holly Picklebone Bunk. Now, they could have just stuck with Holly Picklebone. I don't know where the bonk came from, but Holly Picklebone would have been good.
2: Oh, I like this one. Ghostifer P. Spookington. That sounds more like a
0: cat name, though. (laughs) If if we go with our trend here. Bruno Marscapone.
2: And the winner, Dr. Potato Head. (laughs) So it's like Mr. Potato Head went Dr. back to Peter. school yeah. and got his, his you know, got degree. It. And now he's a doctor. He's a so doctor. So those are the names, yes. <laughs> what do you think
0: what Dr. Potato Head was? What breed? I'm oh, picturing uh, a pug or something like that.
2: Oh, uh, absolutely a pug. Yeah. Good, good that's point. What, yeah. Good point. I wonder uh, if you can Google these dogs and like they have like Instagram accounts or something.
0: Well, Redwood's Red stinging tentacles of the sea rut row would probably be easy to find if he has one. Right, Just saying, yeah. that's pretty unique. On today's show, our Black Reigns guest is Jamila Sims of Equestrian Noir. And let me tell you, there are some of the most beautiful pictures ever on her page. Uh, the Daily Dose Health segment is on blood panels. And Pat, Rea's, Pat Rea is back with her recipe for everything cookie bars, all on mm. today's show. And in the post-show, we're going to do some weird news. Plus, I have some bad, bad, bad news for Jamie. Uh Oh, but the- Oh, sorry
2: Just so you know, the weird news was provided by Roxanna, Tamara, Alicia, Monica, Cynthia Glenn even provided some Florida news for us, Lorene and Colt So just wanted to give them a shout out on the regular show
0: Got it Remember, if you see <laughs> Sorry, I keep cutting you off today
2: No, you go. go okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Birthdays. We, we... <laughs>
2: talked about all of this on the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were
0: going to do it at the end of the show, not at the beginning. Um... Uh, uh, birthdays, Rebecca. Brasher. That's it. Only one birthday from our auditor panel today, Rebecca Brasher. So, and congratulations to our winner from last night, Kelly Old. Kelly Old was the auditor that won a ticket to go to the movement. So Mm -hmm. congratulations to Kelly. Can I play your bumper now or will I get in trouble?
2: Go ahead. (laughs) Well, I very rarely get text messages and phone calls in a flurry from my husband when he's on trips. And yesterday I received, I kept getting phone calls and I have a little Garmin watch that lets me know when a call's coming in because my phone's always on silent. And it kept going. I was like, I hope everything's okay. And then I check my text messages and all I get is mask mandate has been lifted at the airport. He now is so excited. No longer does he have to wear a mask in the cockpit and around he is, he travels for days and think about days of wearing a mask and how annoying that must be i know a lot of you have to, had to do that and you're all heroes but airline pilots are not heroes <laughs> they're just guys <laughs> walking around the airport that would have to wear the mask anyway he was i don't very, know they fly excited.
0: me and i don't die so i consider them a hero Knock on wood, Glenn. Knock yeah, on wood
2: yeah, so. next time, please.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's true, come to think about it. Hey, uh, Bob Baffert lost again. Um, uh, more litigation. He took his 90-day suspension ordered by the Kentucky state to the Kentucky Court of Appeals, and they threw it out and said, go away, Bob it stands. So this is his third or fourth loss in the appellate courts. Uh, So it looks like Bob Baffert's just going to have to serve his time, serve his suspensions, and uh, be done with it.
2: I want to like, does it start from before and while he's fighting it? Is it? Is he able to train or is it like he's... Well, I
0: I know we reported it, what, a couple weeks ago with Marty that uh, he's out in a couple of the states. He had to transfer all his horses and so no is the answer to the question. He's he's done, I know, uh, in a couple of the states.
2: God, how the mighty have fallen.
0: Yeah. And you know what? It was, again, I've read many articles that said, you know, he's just the one they made the example of with this particular thing. Uh, because a lot of people did it and a lot of people got caught, but they, they just decided it was time to make an example. And who better than Bob effort to make this well, your example? if
2: you're a cheater, you're a cheater. Mm,
0: yeah, let's hope it helps. I mean... We hope that we're getting somewhere with the cleanup of racing. And speaking of which, Kentucky Derby is like a couple of weeks away. I know. It's coming up. Well, I'll have to talk about uh, we'll have to talk about the names and, and a little bit about the horses that we usually wait till the week before because we have to get through uh Land Rover first. So that's coming up next week. You'll be leaving a week from today. Oh my today. gosh,
2: I woke up this morning, I was like, oh my god, it's tomorrow, I'm leaving tomorrow! No, it's next
0: week. It's next week. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that on Friday, who's running, and or, or early next week, maybe Monday. Uh, we'll talk about who's there, what are the stories, and you know what are some of the interesting things that are, are, are going to be happening with horses and riders and otherwise. Over uh, They always have cool demonstrations there, too, so we'll talk more about that. We'll be doing shows Monday and Wednesday of next week, so we'll have time to get going over that. In the meantime, State Line Tech is also going to be there at Land Rover next week. I saw that there's going to be 120 vendors. So, wow. It's a, apparently a record number of vendors. So if you all are Everybody's
2: uh... <laughs> ready to get back out and shopping. So my friend Larissa brought her mare over and I was like, "You know, I think it might be good for you to put some front boots on her cuz she kind of bangs her feet together, you know, a little bit cuz she's a big awkward 17 uh, hand thoroughbred." And she's like, Oh, shopping. I have to do some shopping for my horse. <laughs> That'd be awful. And I was like, I probably have some you can borrow. She's like, Jamie, Land Rover shopping. I'm in. And I was like, oh, good. It's <laughs> so perfect. Well, they're going to be a Land Rover and uh, they are on the road reconnecting to customers to provide them with their amazing deals. Come visit Stateline Tech in the Covered Arena booth 224. Stop and say hi. There's 50% off Gatsby, DaVinci and Oak brands, up to 80% off Khaki. There's also surprise sales that are going to be exclusively debuted at the show. So schedule a visit and stay tuned. I mean, schedule a visit. You're just going to be wandering around the Covered Arena buying stuff. Just stop by. Uh, be sure to follow them on facebook at slt.com and on instagram at at underscore wait at state underscore line underscore tack for the most up-to-date instagram is weird did did someone else take (laughs) state line tack
0: yeah they must have right
2: Wow, uh, they've got up to date show schedules as to keep in touch with promotions, sales, giveaways. They're going to be you're going to want to go to the StateLine Tech booth. So hey, that there was is where we'll
0: be. If you can't go, go go to StateLineTech.com and click on the WeatherBeta new products. Uh, WeatherBeta has come out with some colorful stuff. Oh my gosh, they have a blanket or a sheet that is multicolored. Everything that WeatherBeta has come out, it looks like rainbow colors right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they have like the ombre saddle pads yes. oh my gosh look at these blankets they're like blue and they like fade into purple oh that's <laughs> what cool. about the
0: ones that look like waves uh, the marble ones they're marble. bizarre <laughs> i mean, love it there are some saddle pads that are bizarre colors too Yep, to check them out i mean really bizarre i you know it's been so long since we've been to a trade show because usually we see all this stuff first but uh, we're going to go in August. We're going back to the trade show in August. I'm, I'm tired of not going to trade shows, so we'll be doing that in August. But Oh my tack. gosh, I
2: want the little rainbow ombre pad and the ear bonnet, ear bonnet that matches. Oh, that's so cute. Our first guest on the show today is, oh, she's just one of my favorite people. Is Pat she is a, like everybody's favorite Italian chef and cook. She's also an author and an advocate and a poet. And she's all of these awesome things. And she's also a writer for horse illustrated. Now I feel like, I think you said that there's a new magazine you're writing for. There is.
3: It's called rock
2: and gem magazine. Okay. So when you said that earlier, you said I work for rock and gem magazine. Does anybody else think that sounds like a quarter horse name? Rocking Gem. and Gem. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Rock and good gem. Point. I was like, "Oh my Probably gosh,
3: she spelled writes- differently though."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rockin' Gem magazine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's not a quarter horse magazine. What magazine what is it?
3: It is not. It is about um gemstones and minerals and fossil hunters and uh, how to find fossils. As a matter of fact, I just filed a story yesterday about diving for shark's teeth and other fossils here in Venice, Florida.
2: Why on earth do you know about this yeah, things? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
3: it's like anything else. I don't until I do the research. <laughs> but actually, it was um, Holly at Horse Illustrated who said you have to write for these people because it's a fabulous magazine and you're made for it. So, um, I, so I did, I started working for him and I, uh, another story I did for them, you probably catch up with it online is called dazzling dentistry. And that's about people who have their like cavities filled with gemstones what? <laughs> or have, yeah, or have, um, little gold trinkets attached to their teeth. Oh yeah. It's a big business. It's a big deal.
2: No way. Okay. So at this point <clears throat> I've got you as a wife, cook, poet, Horse lover, gemologist, and dental assistant. I mean <laughs> right. what do you That's not right. do? Nothing. <laughs> I don't do windows. <laughs> you hear about the
0: you hear about Renaissance men, you're a Renaissance woman.
2: Right. Thank you. Amazing. All right. Well, I'm going to check out Rockin' Jim. I was going to breed my mare to him next year anyway. So that's.
3: (laughs) He's real expensive though. I hear. I don't know. A
2: little pricey. All right. Well, um, what is our recipe? We're going to go over today because it looks divine.
3: It is absolutely divine. Um, well, uh, my friend, uh, uh, my my very best and dearest friend, Grace Pampanato, um, I, who I worked with for like a thousand years, we've been friends for 40 years, and she brought things to me and she said, here, if you're looking for something to snack on, you have to eat this. And she also put them in my Easter basket. So they're called everything cookie bars. And it's very simple. You know, it's very simple. It's a couple of sticks of butter and some sugar and brown sugar and eggs and baking powder and baking soda and flour and oatmeal. That's the the part that makes it healthy. It's the oatmeal. Oh, yeah. The
2: oats. (laughs) That's really going to. It makes up
0: for the butter and sugar and brown sugar. (laughs) It makes
2: up for
3: everything else.
2: (laughs) Trims the waistline, I'm sure. Because then you get to add the everything ingredients, which some of these could be considered healthy.
3: Well, that's right. That's, that's how I absolve myself. She actually made them with butterfinger bits oh, and gosh. I have to tell you they're gone. I mean, they're just <laughs> gone. I mean, I would have to fight Barry for them, you know, in the kitchen, but, um, they're gone. So, but to make them healthy, you put in things like raisins and dried fruit and nuts and coconut. And so I think I'm going to try that. Although I, I'm not a really good baker cause I don't take direction well, but, um, if I can't figure this out, I'll let Gracie do it because she's really she's a fabulous baker.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm makes Italian chefs Pat. That's what makes Italian chefs so good, though, is when they don't take direction well or can't follow. Yeah, that's directions. true. Yeah,
4: but in that's baking
2: true. you have to. It's yes. like a science.
3: No question about it. No question about it. And she makes the most em- amazing things. And uh, so whenever we have um, dinner parties or holidays or whatever, I I come up with the other stuff and she does all the baking.
2: That's probably a good idea. So Pat, the other day I tried to bake and I was like, I'm going to make cookies. I have all the ingredients. I just Googled like cookie recipe, which now I'll make these. Uh, So I went to make them and I have my own chickens. And so I have my own own chicken eggs and I'm like, I am going to measure everything because this is going to (laughs) come out right. I have to be studious, studious, And I get and I go and I've got all my dry ingredients. I've mixed them all. And then you've got to add in your wet ingredients. And I crack an egg into, I'm supposed to put one egg in there. I crack the egg into the thing. Probably should have done it off to the side, but I didn't. I just cracked it in there. It was a double yolk. It was like a, so. I added two eggs. All my science <laughs> down the drain. Yeah, my mom always said,
0: "Crack it in a bowl because if there's blood in it yep. too, you don't want it. You'd it's have true. to throw the whole thing out." It's uh, true. Ugh, yeah.
2: That's gross. Yeah. You Really, have to do that if there's blood in it, you throw it out. Yep. Oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah. Why? What does that mean?
0: It just means there's blood. You don't want blood. You don't want chicken blood in your recipe. Or your, if the eggs yeah. bad, like. A, you you know instantly by the smell. Of Isn't the egg that pack. like
2: blood in the recipe? Isn't that adding iron, all of you meat eaters?
0: <laughs> Remind me not to eat at her it house when we go
2: <laughs> I'm not eating it, but you I'll make it for you. <laughs> yeah, good griefy. Good griefy. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so what are the directions here? How complicated is this?
3: This is not this is not complicated. Actually you do what you did incorrectly, right? You, you cream the butter and the sugars together. And then you add the eggs and, you know, the, the baking powder and the soda and stuff. And then you throw the oats in. And then you mix everything together and put in whatever makes your little heart happy. Um, butterfinger bits, uh, chocolate chips, um Coconut, actually, that sounds pretty good. As the, coco- the the chocolate chips and the coconut, that sounds like, like really fabulous. And, you know, you throw in some. Uh, you can throw in some other dried fruit or nuts or, or uh, seeds, but we don't want this to be too healthy. So I would <laughs> either go with the chocolate chips and the coconut or the Butterfinger bits in the coconut and you, you know, put them in the oven and bake I them. I
2: agree. I uh, agree. And, and this is an unpopular opinion here uh, because I hear about it all the time is you will ruin... Ruin a brownie by putting nuts in it, and you'll ruin a cookie by adding raisins. So, unpopular opinion. No, no, I don't (laughs) know. Nuts
0: to to brownies. You can't eat a brownie without nuts. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Hey, I got to ask you, Pat. I, I got by the way, I wanted to say that we'll put this recipe in the show notes for today's show so you can go go get the exact cool. how, how you do it. But I gotta ask oh. both of you guys, have either one of you because I get the ads all the freaking time on Facebook, have either one of you done one of the, the mail at home meal things?
2: Oh my gosh. I you said mail at home and I was like, What? <laughs> that, <how did laughs> Some
0: you... guy comes to your house and makes <laughs> dinner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: Um, yes, I do. The, I've done them all. Yeah. Actually. And, uh, some are better than others. I've had to cancel ones pretty quick, but usually like you can sign up and then get the meal in the box and discount super discounted the first like four. Right. And then I'll cancel it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've heard that they're, that they're pretty expensive. And of course it's expensive to go to the supermarket now. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's I, I like it because I, I get to pick the recipes and pick what I want. And it sends me vegetarian ones that I make Chad eat. Oh, uh, yeah. So and usually I'll just take like if it's like a pasta, I'll just take some of my own m- add more vegetables and more pasta to it to make it feed the whole family kind of thing. Sure. So I'm a fan of of some of them. Some of them, not so much. Like yeah. Blue Apron is amazing. The food was great. But you got to be like Pat and like cooking see, like see a that's a the thing.
0: So many of them you it still requires 35 40 minutes to to make it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to come I want it shipped to me already made and I just heat it up. That's what I
2: Oh doing. my god, go to the grocery store and go to the freezer section, you loser. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Or get, you know, a rotisserie chicken and call it a day. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Rotisserie for everyone. All right. Yeah, fantastic. Rotisserie for everyone. Well, Pat, we've plugged now Horse Illustrated and Rockin' Gem. And uh, we can also find Pat on Facebook, Pat Rhea. And as always, we love you. And I just, I can't, someday I'm going to meet you and it's going to be monumental.
3: It's going to be awesome. It will, it will be a movable feast, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. All right, Pat, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much, darling. Have a fabulous day, both of you. Thanks,
0: you Pat. too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, we love having her on. She's so much she's, fun.
2: She's like the Italian grandma I never had, or she, Italian mom I never had. You know, we know joked,
0: she but she's a darn good writer, and she's been writing for Horse Illustrated. By the way, the Horse Illustrated episode will be next Tuesday, and she's been writing for Horse Illustrated for forever. I mean for as long as I can yeah. remember. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to see some of her uh work, head on over to horseillustrated.com and you'll find some of her work too. But yeah, she's been doing a great job. Thanks, Pat. And these look good. And you can add whatever you want to make them as healthy or as unhealthy as you want. So,
2: it's making me hungry.
0: <laughs> we'll put uh we'll put it in our show notes as far as the recipe is concerned. So, you'll have it right there. It well, you know, I don't know if you can make these healthy. It's two sticks of butter and a cup of sugar and a cup of brown sugar. <laughs> so I don't know if you're making There's them
2: There's oats and nuts. Oats and nuts.
0: <laughs> it starts out pretty unhealthy, I'm just saying. Speaking of health, this health segment is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine. And today we have Dr. Brian Waldridge, Dr. B. He's going to explain what is a blood panel and why might it be necessary? And we've taken this one from a past episode. It's only about five minutes, but I know some of you have veterinarians that say, hey, we should get a blood panel. Well, what is that? We're going to find out.
4: As part of our glossary of horsemen's terms, uh, this time we're going to do something called a blood chemistry panel. I want to know what it is and why would your vet ask to get one?
1: But it gives you a lot of information, and you know, if you've ever looked at those reports, you can see there's a lot of stuff on there. So kind of what I tell clients is basically I get to look at um, liver, kidney, electrolytes, muscle enzymes, and try and look at that and see. It, it kind of gives you a, a bit of a way to start looking. If, if there's abnormalities and you try and look at the different um uh, different enzymes. A lot of those are enzymes and we can look at those and try and decide, well, so, because some of the enzymes may come from both muscle and liver. Some are specific for liver. Some are specific for muscle. But if you start to see there's a little pattern, say that all the liver enzymes are high, you know, well, maybe this horse has liver disease. So, uh, several of those look for liver liver functions, and some look for muscle enzymes. And they're they're high, that helps you to know that there may be muscle damage because those enzymes will leak out of the muscles. And then you have things like potassium and sodium and chloride and calcium and phosphorus. So it helps you to know some electrolyte values because you know some of those can indicate things like. Um, you know, if a foal has a ruptured bladder, you see changes in the electrolytes or um, sometimes in colic. If the, the gut's twisted, you may see changes in those. So it, it helps you to pinpoint a body system that may be affected and kind of gives you, a, you know, a broad look at what the horse's health is and what may be going on if the horse is sick.
4: So let me see if I get this right. A blood chemistry panel is a little bit like when you take your car into the car repair fellow and he connects it to the computer and it downloads all of its data that tells you what condition all of the different systems that make your car go are in.
1: Yeah that's true. Yeah so it's a change engine light on a on a horse. Yeah I kinda like that. You can look <laughs> and see if you if you need to go and you know change something or look for uh somewhere you need to look for a disease. That's right.
4: Because sometimes sometimes you're it. you're uh Your timing belt is starting to go, but you really don't know that until it's gone. So you take your car in once a year for its little checkup against the computer, and the computer can go, oh, well, it's it's getting one half of 1% less tension on that thing because it's getting this less air there, and it shows up as a a demographic on there, and it, it works the same way with the blood chemistry panel. It just gives you a systems check.
1: Right, that's a good way to put it, and, and, and helps you to narrow down where you may need to look.
4: Well, cool. So, under what circumstances might a veterinarian ask for a blood chemistry panel?
1: I do it on most, most every sick horse that comes in the hospital because, it, again, it helps me to know where do I need to look. And I guess another thing is I look at kidney values a lot because if there's elevation in the kidney proteins that normally would go out in the urine, that helps you know that the horse is dehydrated because it's, you know, a big problem in horses because they get dehydrated, they feel bad, and when those kidney values go up, it also makes the horse feel bad, so that helps you know, well, this horse may need fluids, and, and, you know, muscle enzymes are important for us, too, to, you know, look for, if a colic comes in, their muscle enzymes are higher then you know that horse, maybe it's been rolling for a while, and you know maybe the, the horse was somewhere where the owner couldn't see it or the owner wasn't around to see the horse really colic. So um, you know, that's where they kind of become helpful to me is knowing what problems to chase.
4: So it just narrows things down. Well, there we go. That explains what a blood panel is and why we would want to have one. Once again, thank you for clearing up those gray areas, Dr. B. And where can folks find you on the World Wide Web?
1: I'm on Facebook and it's called Dr. B's Bluegrass. And I like to try and just put up kind of the what I see day to day in Kentucky, some of the cool horses and cool things I get to see. And, I, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of racing. So I try to put up like, I really like to have old horse stories, things about horses like Man of War and Secretariat and all those great ones. So try and just uh, let everybody see. A little bit what goes on with the equine vet in Kentucky and some of the horses I get to see.
4: There we go. Thanks a lot, Dr. B.
1: It's always a pleasure.
4: Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds has one, two, three, four different formulas that we're going to t- chat about very briefly today. First one on the list balances the needs of horses who need calories, but they also need a little bit of focus. What's that one called? It's called Mass No Staff. They also have a formula that's going to balance the needs of a horse that needs a lot of energy because he is a high-performance competitor. What's that one? That one is called Freestyle Performance or Trail da! Because, yes, trail horses can be high-performance animals. And for senior horses or horses who have dental issues... That one's called Senior tough to remember. And for those who want a top quality non-GMO feed, which is what all of Daily Dose Equine's feeds are, but they also have a really serious budget that they need they need to stick to. What do they ha- what do you have for them? We call that product Sweet and Safe.
0: Well before we get to our next guest, our Black Reigns guest of the month, I found this story. It's it's gone viral. There's a divorce lawyer on TikTok named The Jetty Girl 28.
2: Oh, who- that sounds like somebody I want to <laughs> hire. I'm sorry. I'm famous on TikTok for my divorce. Uh, You're really going to want to
0: hire her after this. So she's done these videos that have gotten millions of views. And what she's done is little videos that talk about the top five professions a woman should avoid in a husband. And this is she's been a divorce lawyer for a decade, and she, what she's saying is that these professions tend to be far more difficult in dealing with the divorce. They have kind of a nuke the earth, you know, scorch the earth. How dare you challenge me? Kind of approach to litigation. Uh, so Ooh, they're they're just this uh, is gonna be good. <laughs> all right. So these are the five that women that you should not marry. Okay,
2: no, men men women should not marry.
0: No, correct. Sorry. Can I say that backwards? (laughs) Yes, it's all good. Um, Or men should not marry. You know, either one. True. So either one. So uh, the five worst professions are firemen, policemen, military men, surgeons, and pilots.
2: Uh, I knew that was going to (laughs) be first. Okay, let's break this down. Firemen, why? They're like... In a room with other dudes uh, for 24 hours at a time, and then they come home. I mean, I, why Why well, not a fireman? It's because well, they're attractive. What the,
0: what, it was interesting in the article, or, or the article, I didn't watch all the videos, but what she said is like if you're a policeman, you're walking around with a gun, you're walking around with authority all the time. If you're a surgeon, you're walking around the hospital, everybody looks up to you, you're in charge, blah, blah, blah. And then you come home, and all of a sudden, somebody's asking you to take out the trash. So she's saying that it's a difficult transition to make, where when you're at work you're a god, and when you're at home you're the husband who has to do all this crap.
2: Okay, what's next? Well, who was next? Policeman, same kind of situation. Same
0: situation, right? Because they're authority figure, right? I can understand policemen. I would think of policemen or. There's just so much going on there, and it's just very complicated. But pilots, what she says about pilots. Meanwhile, pilots, including those who work in the military, so now now we have your husband twice, because he <laughs> was in the military and now he's a pilot in, in civil life, have a lot of responsibility as they are in control of 150, 200, 400 people's lives at a time, and they tend to be very narcissistic and very controlling. Now, in your case, in your relationship, I think it's the other way. Uh, but, you know, what do I know?
2: You know, I, I got to <laughs> I gotta think. Okay, so fighter pilots. You knew a lot pilots. of them. Let's
0: take your husband out of the mix.
2: You know a oh, lot yeah. of fighter pilots. I do. And I know some really awesome fighter pilots, and I know some really punk-ass fighter pilots. <laughs> like, like, the kind of guy, like the big, well, there's the a joke the in movie. the So there's a joke in the uh airline pilot world is how do you know a guy used to be a fighter pilot okay <laughs> he'll tell you in the first five seconds of your <laughs> conversation <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how the airline pilots see ex-fighter pilots and stuff but i gotta tell you there's not a, many other people i'd want in charge of my life than a narcissistic control freak you know what well, I mean? that is like, true I'd rather you be very involved in (laughs) preserving your own life and be very controlling about all the buttons you have to push and do all the things. So to me, that's a good thing. Now is my husband that when he flies, I've seen him at work when I went to his fighter squadron and I was like, ah, you're kind of a dick. (laughs) Like When he was at work, I was like, I'm glad you're not that guy when you come home because like I wouldn't take it, but he comes home to decompress. He must be good at
0: compartmentalizing. He, yeah. He
2: just, he just, yeah, now he's, but well, he's done it for so long that I think it just is normalized, I guess. But I want yeah, my surgeon kind
0: of that way, though, too, don't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want you to want to have a perfect record and, and <laughs> to be A-type and to hit all things. You don't want somebody like me flying a plane and be like, I hit that button. You know what? I'll get to it. It's really far. I'll get over there in a minute. I'm going to do this right now. Like, you don't want somebody like me. You want somebody like that. And so what was You
0: don't want Jamie and I operating on you because we're our minds are wandering, you know, we're not really there.
2: So the um there was firefighter, policeman, pilots, who else was there? Military. Okay.
0: But you know what? There it was interesting the comments. There were thousands of comments on our videos. And half of them were, yeah, I married that guy, he was a jerk, right? Uh I married that fireman, he was a jerk. I married that policeman, he was a jerk. And then the other half were Just in your situation, where my mine's not like that at all, you know. So Uh, you know
2: what? I dated a firefighter EMT, and he was a total machismo d bag. And then I also dated a cop who broke up with me at my own birthday party. So I mean,
0: (laughs) so there. So you've dated both. You have both. I've dated
2: (laughs) both. I've dated most.
0: (laughs) Do you know? Do you know what? What she had one person that men shouldn't marry, one woman type that mentioned Mary occupation-wise. Okay. And this one, uh, she got flamed big time for this one on the comments. I mean, there were tens of thousands of comments. Stay-at-home moms. And the reason she said that Kind of made sense, although how
2: could how would she not get flamed? I mean, who's reading her <laughs> yes. blog? Yes. Stay-at-home moms, exactly.
0: So she got flamed for that. What she said was, "Stay-at-home moms tend to be caught off guard when the husband breaks up or whatever. Uh, tends to be caught off guard, and they drag their feet, so the divorces take forever. They go to the full length." She said to one. One segment that you can count on going the full two years for the divorce is stay-at-home moms.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I get that. My mama, when she divorced my dad... Oh my God! It would never end.
0: Well, and it just that's never what ended. she said. She said that's the reason. She said it's not, a, you know, not other things. Don't get mad at me. It's just because they tend to be the ones that drive. How their about feet. this?
2: She could have said, "Don't divorce a stay-at-home mom, but you can still <laughs> marry one."
0: There you go. There you go. I knew this one would excite you. So uh, there you go. I don't think Chad's any of these things. Of course, I don't well, know him very
2: I'm, well. I'm so, sure he appreciates me calling him a dick on the air. <laughs>
1: We well, you will know not what? be you about this episode. He, had this to whole, be. he was in this charge. Whole
2: episode, I know, but this whole episode is a secret, people. Okay. <laughs> yes, this is a secret. Not... I've talked about the bunny. I've talked about my husband pilot. What is he doing I mean, today?
0: I... Is he golfing? He won't be listening if he's golfing.
2: No, he's not. He won't be listening. Oh,
0: okay, good. Because I know now that we not live, sometimes, but uh...
2: he did when it was live, but now that it's, we release it an hour after we record it. Psh. It's gone. Oh, good. Love good. It. Well, we're
0: yeah. safe now. We can talk about them. All right. Let's get to <laughs> <laughs> let's change the subject so we all don't get in trouble and talk about saddles.
2: All right. Are you looking for a saddle that's affordable, durable, and comfortable for you and your horse? It sounds like you're looking for a Wintec. Wintec saddles combine world-leading innovations and high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy care saddles. The comprehensive Wintec range offers not only cutting-edge designs, but also reaches new standards and fit, comfort, and performance benefits, both for you and your horse. Side note, I had... Larissa, who was over helping me on Monday, she got in my WinTech. and and this windtech, I have, I mean, I it's the first saddle I put on horses, you know, like it gets beat up, they roll in it, it's like lived forever. She got in, and she's like, oh my god this saddle is so comfortable. (laughs) I was like, really? It's so old. Even
0: 20-year-olds Wintechs are comfortable.
2: (laughs) That that saddle is 20 years old. Anyway, it's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. They now have a high, a wide and a high withered saddles and several of the styles for those really hard to fit horses. With styles for any discipline and confirmation, there's a Wintech saddle for you. Visit Wintech-saddles.com W-I-N-T-E-C Wintech-saddles Today, to view Wintech's full range of saddles and reach a new level of comfort for you and your horse.
0: Well, our Black Reigns guest of the month is Jamila Sims. She is here with us right now, and I'm so excited because I have never seen more beautiful pictures, and we're going to talk Aww. about those today. Hi, Jamila.
5: Hello. And I actually have gotten married, so my last name is now Scott.
0: <laughs> oh, well, congratulations on that, too. <laughs> so, Thank you. Thank you. So, and you're from Atlanta, where Jamie's from.
5: Yes, I live in Atlanta. I'm actually from Wisconsin. Milwaukee is where I was born and raised.
0: That's why you have more of the Wisconsin accent than the Southern accent. So that makes sense now. <laughs>
5: I don't have a Southern accent at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> not at all.
0: So tell us, we would love to start with learning about people's horses. Tell us about your horse.
5: Sure. So we are actually an Arabian family. My husband uh, grew up in Chicago and his mom had Arabians.
2: So time kind of out, time down. out. I have to stop you. You are from <laughs> Wisconsin and he's from Chicago. You're both in Atlanta and you both have horses. How did that well, happen? We, well, so it's really funny
5: because most of the time women drag their husbands kicking and screaming into equestrianism, but it actually was the opposite. Well, he didn't drag me, but um he grew up riding horses and i was exposed to horses later on in life just because he rides so it was kind of the the opposite for us he's he a keeper man
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah yeah well
0: uh, so you live in atlanta have horses you must have mm-hmm. them outside the city so <laughs> we do yeah there you go we
5: do we have our horses in stockbridge we have three arabians we have one mare and two geldings uh, my mare's name is Camille. I actually named her after my mom, which we thought was cute, but I don't know. Some people are like, why would you name your horse after your mom? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just love the name Camille. So Camille is my horse. Uh, she's a chestnut Arabian mare, uh, really beautiful. She's um, super feisty, which I've heard a lot of chestnut mares are. Um, whereas our geldings, uh, one of them, his name is Junior. He's actually he's one of those like really cranky horses, you know, like mm. a little untrustworthy. I won't ride him because I I just have trust issues with him. And then uh, our other horse is Z, and he's super sweet also. But he's green. My husband Green broke him. So is it, those are our three horses.
0: Art, do you show or do you trail ride? What what do you do?
5: Man, that's an interesting question. So, um, like I said, we board our horses in Stockbridge and across the street from where we board our horses is a huge park that has miles and miles and miles of trail ride or trails. So we trail ride quite a bit. But actually, we just left Argentina, what, three weeks ago, a month ago, where we were there playing polo. Oh,
0: wow. So that's
5: kind of the new thing. Yeah, that's the new thing is actually... Uh, my husband has played for quite some time, but I'm new to it. So we went to Argentina so that I could work with the pro and actually learn how to hold the mallet correctly. And you, you know. went
0: to where <laughs> you went to the ultimate place to learn to play yes, polo.
5: Yes, <laughs> yes, we did. We did. We did. It was a super cool experience, and yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. So we trail ride, we play polo. My husband has done an endurance race. I have. I have not. Let um, me think. What else we've done? He also used to play polo cross. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. I've tried polo cross, but I'm not very good at that either. So those mm. are probably the a lot of hand-eye coordination
0: in that one. A lot of getting hit it in the is. head.
5: It is. It is. <laughs> you know, like it's in the air, and you have this racket, and you have to catch it, and then people are hitting
2: you, and uh,
5: it's, it's it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Jamila
2: <laughs> is 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 the face of the family. Okay, <laughs> she's the pretty one. Yes. So
0: one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today, Jamila, was your incredible, amazing website with the most beautiful pictures I've ever seen of a person and horses. Uh, it's called Equestrian Noir. First of all, explain to explain to people that are younger uh, what Noir is.
5: So Noir is actually the French word for black. So essentially, it's just black equestrian or equestrian black. Yeah.
0: And, and a lot of times in ph- photography, Noir means black and white. Right, it, means, it does mean black and white. Yeah, yeah, you're taking in the the pictures in black and white, and noir in film is black and white films from the old days. That's kind of right. how they refer to them. So, your website is a photography website, and you've worked with a couple of really cool people, including the most amazing photographer, by the way.
5: Yes, yes. So she's so talented.
0: Explain how you you got this group together and why.
5: Yes. So I started off my career or the majority of my career I've spent in corporate America, and I really needed a creative outlet. Um, I've always loved photography, although I'm not a photographer. And I had a, a group of really talented women that have been in my life for various reasons. Um, I have a photographer, her name is Janet Howard, a makeup artist, as well as a hairstylist named Rakan Nicole. And I tapped them on the shoulder and I said, hey, ladies, you know, let's try to do some sort of a creative effort, um project together using photography and the only stipulation that I added was that horses had to be involved. So with that, you know, the photographer was super enthusiastic about it because she mostly does events and weddings and this gave her an opportunity to work with different lighting techniques and different angles and, and, and horses, which she had never done before. Um, and then the hairstylist, she was super excited about it because, um, You know, there are only so many bobs that you can cut before you're like, my God, like what, where's all of my talent going, you know? So for her, she really wanted to explore creating wigs. So if you look on my website, she's made all of these like really fantastic and awesome wigs by hand. So it gave everybody sort of a creative outlet to express themselves in a way that they weren't able to do in their day jobs. And for me, the part of it that I love um, even more so than being in front of the camera is being sort of a creative director. So I choose the venues, the horses, um, sort of where in the venue we're going to shoot. I choose the themes of the shoots. I pick all the costumes, uh, all of that. So it gave me the opportunity to kind of function in a really creative way outside of how I was functioning in my day-to-day job.
0: Well, I mean, she has a good subject to photograph too. You're absolutely oh, that's beautiful. that's very sweet. In these Thank pictures.
2: you. That's very sweet. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Plus Thank the horses, you. and then just the costumes. I mean, you you've done a, such a wide variety. Now, uh, Jamie, uh, while you were we had a little bit of a break here while we were getting you back set up with your audio, uh, wants to know about the guy. Uh, in
4: actually, picture.
2: you said, Do you well, think that's her husband? And I said, I don't know. Let me see the picture. Oh my god, <laughs> is this? Yes, that is actually my husband. Oh, well, oh my god, guy.
0: oh my god, I even said, Oh my god, so <laughs> that,
5: is, that is the guy,
2: he's the like guy the Adonis husband. one. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> the Adonis is my husband. Yes, it, well, well done, girl. How do you find that? Woo! He's Hi, a polo Ian player, Horsley?
0: he's an Adonis, he looks like that. <laughs> I I
2: didn't even, didn't even. What I loved was the pictures uh, on the bottom where you are dressed like almost like a early turn-of-the-century equestrian with the hair and the outfit. Oh, and yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Stunning. How fun was that?
5: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And we took a little bit of a hiatus because we had a baby. So if you look on... Wait a minute, uh, wait
0: a minute. I'm going to stop you there. So you, who look like I this... Now I don't
5: like her. And now him, like who looks
0: anymore. like he does, had a baby <laughs> who must be absolutely amazing looking.
5: Oh, <laughs> he's a cute little guy. His name is Miles. He just turned a year, actually. So yeah we had a baby so yeah, we took miles a little has bit a of good a hiatus. future with
0: the girls <laughs>
5: <laughs> so we took a little bit of time off but if you check out our Instagram miles is actually on it he's he's on at equestrian underscore Noir, right, and miles check that out right now. we've actually photographed with him um, prof- with Janet so yeah he's he's
2: actually been on horseback already what irritates me is that you've had a baby and used to look like that oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're just making everybody mad today, Jamila. No,
2: no, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're beautiful. the yeah, pictures are great. Were most of these done down in, in the Stockbridge area? They were. Yeah, most of them
5: were. Somewhere between Stockbridge and Conyers. Um, we try not to go too, too far outside of the city just because it becomes a little bit more challenging to like coordinate. But for the most part, yeah, we're all in the Stockbridge area. Oh, uh, the baby is because-
0: beautiful, too. I mean, I just saw the Thank pictures you. of the baby. Yeah.
2: Well, so I was much. noticing, I was looking at the the scenes uh, that you guys have set up, which is like, there's a lot of like kind of old cars in the woods and old yeah. barns and just very p- perfect for the period. But also I was like, yeah, that's Georgia. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Junk cars yeah. tucked in the woods. <laughs> yep. That's Georgia. <laughs> you just what? made it artistic. It's just um, the place where we
5: actually board our horses. They have like acres upon acres and it's been like this family farm for years so they have all of these like really interesting sort of like dilapidated barns and old cars that are just sort of tucked away and so we just took advantage of it i said these are really kind of cool looking it adds a lot of great texture to the picture so we've taken lots of pictures with things that wouldn't ordinarily be thought of as beautiful
0: do you rent these outfits or do you
5: No, you know what? I have an entire costume closet. It really kind of makes me a little sad. So, anybody,
0: (laughs) you need an Arabian girl outfit? She's got one for you.
5: (laughs) I have all the costumes. So, anybody who's out there who is a stylist or a costume developer who wants to get involved in photographer, please DM me because (laughs) I cannot buy not one more costume. Like I have a costume addiction, and my husband has a saddle addiction. Like we have have a garage full of saddles I'm like you cannot bring another saddle home
2: please stop it. <laughs> yeah he's a keeper <laughs> stop it with well, the saddles. where can people go see all of these photographs that we've been talking about sure
5: so there's a bit of a selection on equestriannoir.com so they're on the website you will find some but if you want the lion's share of the pictures I would say check out our Instagram which is at equestrian underscore noir and noir is spelled with an e N O I R E. So if you check that out, you'll get all of the photos. That's where we are.
0: You definitely need to check them out. They're absolutely beautiful. Well done. Thank
5: you. Thank you so much. That's very cool. Thank you so much.
0: And thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. EquestrianNoir.com is where you can find Jamila and all her beauty and him too, the Uh, other guy, you know, with the muscles. (laughs) You can find him there too.
5: (laughs) My my husband, I'll have to tell him that you guys were very complimentary.
2: (laughs) Don't tell him that. He doesn't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> he already knows.
0: <laughs> well, Black Rains, by the way, it's Black Rains Magazine. Uh, they are the ones that send us these guests once a month. And they are the most fascinating, fun guests we have. She was a treat. Uh, that was definitely you, you a never highlight.
2: Would have, yeah, you never would have learned about it had you not heard it here.
0: Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> and check out the pictures. Take the time. We'll put the link in the show notes. Check out the pictures. They're worth seeing. It's amazing what she does. Uh, and, uh, you know, for all you women listening, go check him out, too, because uh, J- Jamie yeah. seems to think he's worth checking out as well.
2: I was like, man, she needs to hit the gym. Please <laughs> That's
0: it. Uh, thank you for joining us today. You can find all the links for everything we do at HorsesInTheMorning.com. Our past episodes are there as well. We have twenty plus shows on the network. We don't talk about that often, but we have a lot of other shows. So go check out the other shows. My wife does one called Horse Tip Daily. Gets thousands of downloads every single week. Horse Tip Daily. It's short shows, five minutes where she does tips about everything horse. So she gets cool guests on there. Very short. If you have something specific, like a health thing or something you want to look up. Just go to Horse Tip Daily. Search for it, and you'll find the tips immediately that we're done. You can just go listen to them directly. Uh, save you a lot of time. So that is one resource we don't talk about enough here on the Horse Radio Network. You can find Jamie at.
2: Fly Over Farm on Facebook. Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Roberts instructor. See all these videos of these cool horses I have right now.
0: You do. You posted a bunch yesterday, too. So check those out. Auditors, hang on for the post show. We'll do a couple of weird news stories. And thank you for listening today. Tomorrow will all be that right. special episode with Jamie and Monty answering listener questions.
2: Awesome. All right. Spade, Neuter, Geld, everybody.
0: Get your really bad ads into Jennifer at Network com for Friday.
2: Do I get paid for tomorrow's episode?
0: Uh, well, like I should. No, that's your donation to uh, <laughs> cause.
2: <laughs>